Are you ready to live in new dimensions with the power given to you by God? Well, you've tuned in to the right podcast. Welcome to Motivated to Greatness, where we discover the greatness within. Here's your host, Jerome Bouveret. Well, welcome to the M2G podcast. I am your host, Jerome Bouveret. Are you ready to discover the greatness within? Then let's start today's journey. Now, I'm going to ask you to remain on this podcast to the very end, and here's why. Because at Motivated to Greatness, we all, we want to offer you continued opportunities to discovering that greatness that I know is on the inside of you. So at the end of this podcast, we're going to share with you some opportunities that you can take advantage of for continued growth, some things that we do to help you in this journey to discovering the greatness that I know is on the inside of you. Now, on today's podcast, I want to talk about how to let go of the past. Now, you may be sitting there and saying, Jerome, you don't even have a clue. Listen, one thing I know is true. No matter what country you're listening from, no matter where you grew up, no matter how many siblings you had in the house, no matter what your life situations were growing up, the reality of it is this. One thing every person that has breath in their body has in common is this. We all have a past. We all have things that if we could go back in time, we would not say, we would not do, or we would block from even happening to us because some things that happen in our life are not a result of our decisions, but the decisions of others. But here's where we get stuck. We continue to live in the past. See, to release the past, my friends, you got to focus on your present and your future. And so I want to talk about how to let go of the past. How do I get over those things in my life, those decisions, those events, things that happen to me? How do I move beyond that, Jerome, in order to live my best life, in order to discover the greatness within? Roy T. Bennett said this, if you want to be happy, do not dwell in the past. Do not worry about the future. Focus on living fully in the present. But let me ask you a question. Why do we, as human beings, why do we hold onto the past? Why is it so difficult to let go of experiences that have caused us pain and suffering? See, many of us get stuck in the past because of our need for certainty. That's right. You heard me correctly. Let me explain what I'm saying. Do you understand that certainty is one of the six basic human needs and certainty is fundamentally when we talk about when we talk about this thing, it's fundamentally about survival. See, we all need to feel certain that we can avoid pain and ideally find some comfort in our lives. You know, nobody goes through life and wants to experience pain. Nobody goes through life and wants to deal with difficult situations or nobody goes through life and wakes up one day and says, you know, I think I'll just make some bad decisions today. No, no, we we want to have certainty in life. We all need to feel certain in our in our lives and our situations. See, moving on from the past, you know what it's going to involve? It means, and you may or may not want to hear this, 
but it's the truth of the matter. Moving on from the past means you're stepping into a very unknown future. It means having the courage to let go of what is familiar, even if it's negative, and being vulnerable enough to embrace and learn from what's ahead. See, that's one of the reasons why we have such a difficult time letting go of the past is because we want to have certainty. We want to know, you know, I know that in my life, you know, I have struggled with and I still struggle with wanting to be in control. You know, and I'm not talking about controlling others. I'm talking about wanting to have that certainty in my life. That's what I'm talking about when I say we want to have, the, we have a need for certainty. We, we have a need to control our lives. See, the other reason that it's difficult to learn how to let go of the past, it has to do with the way that we, listen very closely to what I'm about to say, it has to do with the way we link emotion to information. The way that we link emotion to information. What are you talking about, Jerome? Well, let me give you this example. Let's say that, that there's a woman who has a very feminine core. I mean, she's a very emotional being. I mean, we know that women tend to generally be more of emotional creatures than men. Um, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, ladies, so don't, don't shut off. Don't shut the podcast off. But, but let's say this woman has a very strong feminine core. And let's say her partner, her husband or boyfriend does something that causes her emotional pain. Well, what she may have a tendency to do is to bring it up over and over again throughout the entirety of the relationship. It could be a week, a month, a year, two years, 10 years, 15 years. And, and, and ultimately what's going to happen in that situation is her partner, her husband, her spouse, whoever the case may be, is going to feel like it's impossible to win because no matter how much he does to amend the situation, she continues to punish him for previous transgressions. But here is the very real reason why she can't figure out how to move on from the past. I want you to think back to the tragic day of 9-11. You remember the 9-11 event? Chances are you can probably picture right now who you were with and what you were doing when you heard about the terrorist attacks in New York. But let me ask you a question. Can you say the same for August 11th, 2001? See, your memory is probably really blurry when it comes to those details. Few people can remember what was happening even a month, some even a week before the attacks. Why? Why is this? This is because we do not retain information that does not have feelings attached to it. I'm going to say it again. We do not retain information that does not have feelings attached to it. Information with emotions makes an indelible impression in our life. See, a person with a highly feminine core will attach emotion to anything that impacts them in a significant way, especially, my friends, especially if it causes them pain or suffering. And it makes letting go of the past more difficult because we attach information with emotion that leaves an impression. Now, to, let's compare that, though. Let, let, let's look at the opposite side of the spectrum. Let's compare that to somebody who, who has a masculine core. A highly masculine person, when we talk about masculinity, we're not talking just about being a man. We're talking about someone that has more of a, or more of a, a rough 
uh, core or, or is not easily emotional. See, a highly masculine person doesn't care and feel things deeply, but masculine energy is about breaking through and letting go while feminine energy is about filling up and gathering. When you have a masculine personality, you, you want to get through it. You want to make it happen. You, you, you're not going to hold on. You're not going to be emotional about the situation. Now, I'm not saying that that being emotional is the, me being an emotional person, the bad thing. You know, I grew up hearing all the time, real men don't cry. Well, I don't agree with that statement at all. I believe that real men do cry at times. Real men need to have emotions. But when you when you have that masculine tendency, when you have that kind of uh, character where you just want to break through, well, Feminine personalities, they want to fill up, they want to gather. When there is still emotion tied to a memory, moving on from the past becomes increasingly difficult for those who are biologically predisposed to gather. Moving on from the past for someone who has this feminine core, who has this, this emotional core, it's very difficult to move on from the things of the past. What is this all costing us? How do we loosen our grip so we can move forward in a healthier, happier way? Think about it. what is not moving on from your past costing you? What is not moving on from the bad decisions costing you? What is not moving on from the failed marriage costing you? What is not moving on from the failed business costing you? What is all of this costing us in life? And, and how do we loosen our grip so that we can move forward? And discover the greatness within. See, in order to start living a life full of more joy and freedom, we have to learn how to move on from the past. So I want to give us seven steps to moving and letting go of the past. Number one, how do I let go of the past? Number one, figure out why moving on from the past is necessary. We have to discover why is it necessary. The first step, my friends, is to acknowledge what is holding us back and determine our reason for wanting to move on. What exactly are we holding on to? Maybe it's a failed relationship. Maybe it's a slight from a friend or a family member that we just can't get over. Do you need to forgive someone either in person or just inside of your own heart so that you can let go of anger and step into a more peaceful state? What is it that is holding us back? Why do I need to move forward? Why do I need to let that thing go? Why is it so important to let that thing go in my life? See, once you've identified, my friends, what's holding you back, then we can ask ourselves, what are the reasons that I absolutely must move beyond this? You know, I have had situations in my life that I, I wish I would have never went through. I've made decisions I wish I would have never made, said things I wish I would have never said. And if I choose to hold on to those things, I'm never going to move forward. So I have to ask myself, sometimes even daily, what is the reason that I must move beyond this. What is holding me back by holding on to this? What am I not obtaining by not moving forward? See, how will your life change when you learn how to move on from the past? How will it change the trajectory of your relationships and help you stay connected with your spouse or your partner? 
How will you feel in this new chapter of your life if you identify and discover why you need to move on from the past? Now I will say this. There are some people that don't want to move on. Misery loves company. You know, they, they have a victim mentality. They're always living in the, 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 the past. They're always living in the situations that happen. They're always, and there comes a point in time that if you really want to let go of that past and move forward into discovering the greatness within, you have to figure out why, why do I want to move? Why do I need to move on from this past situation? Why do I need to move on? So, so what is holding you back? What, what is on the other side of your decision to let go of the past? See, this is one of the most important parts. This is one of the most important steps in the process because what it's going to do is it's going to help us stay committed to moving on from the past. It's going to help us to gain a clear sense of purpose and therefore it's going to be central in establishing any kind of goal. See, our purpose will serve as our emotional drive when we feel like giving up. Have you ever had those situations where you just felt like giving up? That's it. I'm done. I'm throwing the towel. When, when you have a sense of purpose in your life, you don't easily throw in the towel. I'm not saying it's easy road. I'm not saying it's an easy path. But when we have a sense of purpose, we're not likely to give up as quick, if at all. See, you are inevitably going to face setbacks and challenges, my friends. You're going to face situations that you wish you didn't have to face. But if you and I have a strong enough reason and a purpose that drives us, we're going to stay focused and we're going to stay dedicated. So the first step to letting go of the past is figure out why moving on from the past is so necessary. The second step to how to let go of the past is identify your emotional habits. Now, this is one of the most challenging parts of letting go of the past because it requires what? It requires a deep introspection. It requires you looking deep inside of you. Let me ask you a question. How do you live your life? What are your limiting beliefs? Where do you live emotionally? See, when we grow accustomed to certain emotions, even negative ones in our life, we don't really notice how they impact us on a daily basis. We don't realize the things that, that keep us where we always have been. See, we don't realize that we're stuck in a negative emotional loop. And all we do is we just keep reacting. And then what we do is we start to make excuses. We start to say, well, I'm just reacting like anybody would do. To this type of situation. But, but listen, our unique emotional habits, my friends, can have profound influence on the way we look at life. The way we act and how good we are at moving on from the past are all determined by the emotional habits that we have in our life. Maybe you're identifying some of those emotional habits or emotional triggers right now. Maybe it's a certain way somebody says something or, or certain phrases or, or certain actions that maybe somebody does. You know, I know that in my own life, there's been times when somebody has said something to me. And even though they didn't bring the offense, it triggered me to go back 10, 15, 20, 20 plus years 
It triggered me. I had to identify my emotional habits. So, so we have to identify those emotional habits. How do I actively live my life in, in, in relation to my emotions? Am I happy all the time? Am I down all the time? Am I kind of in the middle? Do I easily get angered? Do I easily let people get under my skin and, and get on my, as we say, my last nerve? So you got to identify those emotional habits. If, if you're going to let go of the past, you have to identify how you live your life emotionally. We have to identify those situations. So, so why settle? Let me ask you a question. Why settle for a life where we empower the negative emotions and disempower the positive emotions? Don't we do that all the time? Maybe not you, but I know I do that. I, I, sometimes I just, I just settle for the negative emotions. I, I just, I empower those negative emotions by giving in to them and, and, and saying gloom, despair and agony on me. I, I'm like Eeyore at times. You remember Winnie the Pooh and, and Eeyore? You know that story? Many times in my life, I've been Eeyore when really I needed to be Winnie the Pooh. So we need to learn how to not empower those negative emotions. And empower the positive ones. See, identifying those emotional habits, my friends, starts the shift towards a more positive experience. Our emotions are like a muscle. Let me let me use this analogy. Our emotions are like a muscle. You can train yourself to feel frustrated, sad, stressed, or even depressed after a challenging situation arises. Or or we can make the choice to train ourselves to feel passionate and joyful and strong even when something bad happens in our life. See, when we take charge of our emotions, we can learn how to let go of the past in a way that makes us feel lighter and freer instead of fearful. See, when we catch ourselves falling into negative emotional habits, we got to learn to cut that thing off right at the thought. We need to learn to switch gears immediately. Because the more you condition yourself, the more wired those emotions become and the more you adapt to any situation that is thrown your way. So you have to learn to identify those emotional habits. Listen, you, you'll never cross an emotional bridge if you keep rushing back to the other side. So we have to learn to go all the way through the bridge. Don't keep going backwards but learn to identify those emotional habits. Number three, condition your mind. I'm going to say it again, condition your mind. If you're going to learn, and I'm going to learn how to let go of the past, we need to learn to literally condition our mind. See, the ultimate breakthroughs in our life happen by learning strategies, developing an empowering story, and ensuring that you're in the right state to move forward. You have to condition your mind. You have to condition your thought process. You have to bring those thoughts and control those thoughts. You know, I did a podcast, it was a while ago, and I challenge you to go back to listen to it again, if you haven't already, about mastering your emotions. I talked a lot about having control of the thought process. See, we have to learn how to do this because we need to move forward. But in order to do this, you must condition your mind. How often do I condition my mind, Jerome? 
once a week, once a month. No, every single day you need to wake up. And before your feet ever hit the floor, you need to say, today is going to be a good day. That no matter what may come my way today, I am going to stay strong. I'm going to stay mentally strong. I'm going to stay mentally healthy. I'm going to have a positive attitude. I'm going to be an optimist and not a pessimist. I'm going to see the glass as half full instead of the glass as half empty. Every day you have to condition your mind. See, if you don't take the time to examine and change your habits, life just starts to happen to you instead of for you. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of just having life happen to me. I want hap- I want life to start happening for me. So no matter how smart you are, how savvy you are, or how inspired you are, if you and I don't stand guard at the door of our mind, then we are giving tactic approval of the disempowering, disenchanting, and disillusioning thoughts. We are giving approval for those things to happen in our life. And instead of focusing on how to let go of the past, we're going to start finding ourselves distracted by thoughts that keep us rooted in negative patterns. We have to learn to condition our mind. How do I condition my mind, Jerome? How do I condition? Well, feed yourself empowering stories. What I mean, empowering stories. Surround yourself with people who make you better and put yourself in a peak state. Surround yourself. Stop surrounding yourself with negative Nellies and start surrounding yourself with people that believe in you, people that encourage you, people that want to see you be the best that you can be. See, work on cultivating a thriving garden in the thought processes instead of a dry patch of weeds. It's the small things that you and I do every day that will build momentum and ultimately lead to a massive change. See, the choices you make, the choices you and I make are the descendants of our conditioning. The way we condition our thought process is going to dictate the choices that we make. So if you're going to learn to let go of the past, you have to condition your mind. Number four, you have to focus on personal growth. Oh, I I love this one right here. You have to focus on personal growth. See, there's no better time to work on a personal growth plan than when you are moving on from the past. Focus on learning and improving because it's not only a distraction from negative thoughts, but it's very empowering. Take this time to figure out why it means to you and what it means to you to grow. Do you want to develop your career? Maybe you want to write that book or maybe you want to start that business. What do you want to accomplish? See, maybe you want to create the healthy relationships that you deserve. See, once you've identified and once I have identified the areas that we want to work on, my friends, we need to pinpoint the obstacles that we may face and assemble the tools we need to succeed. Listen, I'm a firm believer. If you fail to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So if you want to let go of the past, focus on that personal growth. Pinpoint the obstacles that you may face in this journey to let go in the past and then assemble the tools, the emotional tools, the spiritual tools, the, the relationship tools that you need in order to succeed. Because the reality of it, friends, is as we gather these tools, What's going to happen? We're going to see some things changing in our life. Maybe you need to consider, just a thought, maybe you need to consider working with someone on a growth plan. 
Listen, at the end of this at the end of this podcast, we're going to release our contact information, how you can get a hold of us. I would be happy to help any of our listeners to develop a personal growth plan. It's what I do. I, I've been I've been training people for over 30 years, almost 31, on how to be the best that they can be. So, so maybe you just need to get some people in your life that are going to help develop that plan and help you execute that plan. So focus on personal growth. See, your inner strength is your outer foundation. The how Who you are on the inside is always going to manifest to the outside. So you have to focus on personal growth. Number five, surround yourself with positive people. I touched on this a minute ago. I'm going to hit it on it again. Go a little bit deeper into it. Surround yourself with positive people. If you're going to let go of the past, listen, don't be around people that are in the very same thing or making the bad decisions or or involved in the things that you're trying to get out of or the things that you did come out of, but you want to stay out of. Surround yourself with positive people. You know, I, I can usually tell the type of emotional state someone lives in within the first five minutes of having conversation with them. I know that may sound ridiculous, but that is the absolute truth. Surround yourself with positive people. See, letting go of the past is much more difficult if you're around people who are constantly reminding you about how bad it was or how difficult it's been. See, when you surround yourself with positive people who are committed to growth and progress, you're going to find that it is much easier to move on. Listen, I firmly believe that there are people in our life. Listen, people in our life have seasons like we have seasons here in Michigan. I live in Michigan, United States of America, the Midwest. We have all four seasons. We have spring, summer, fall and winter. And I'm a firm believer that there are just some relationships, some friendships that are seasonal. They're part of your history, but not part of your destiny. So learn to surround yourself with positive people. See, the quality of a person's life is most often a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. That that is such a true statement. The quality of our life, generally speaking, is often a direct direct reflection of the expectations of the peer group that we surround ourselves with. So learn to surround yourself with positive people. Get around people that are going to edify you and lift you and build you up and help you develop. They're not interested in bringing up your past. They're not interested in throwing up the garbage that maybe you were involved in or the things that you said. They're pushing you to to go forward. They're put. They're like the good fan in the football game that maybe the team's losing, but they're saying, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Listen, if you've ever been involved in sports, I play softball. I love softball. Played some basketball in high school. There's nothing worse than someone that said that's on that supposedly supposed to be on your team. And all they do is bring up how you missed that play or how you only got a single and not a double to bring in the runs. Listen, learn to surround yourself with positive people. Number six, give back. If you're going to overcome the past and you're going to let that thing go, give back. What do you mean give back, Jerome? Listen, as you and I strive to understand how to let go of the past, find something you want to serve that is greater than yourself. I'm a firm believer that the quickest way to overcome the things you're going through is to give out of yourself and see what other people are going through. Listen, 
maybe it's living for your family as we all should do live for your community get involved in community projects maybe maybe it's feeding the homeless or maybe it's maybe it's a, a mentoring programs whatever the case may be get involved in something that is greater than you see motive does matter so find motives that go beyond yourself if all you and I do is live a life that is surrounded to what we're going through, surrounded to what uh, dictated by what we're experiencing, we're never going to be able to move on. See, one of the greatest attributes we can have is that of a servant. Is that of a servant? Learn to give back. Go beyond yourself. You say, well, I just don't feel like doing that. I don't want to do that. that then you're going to stay there all your life. You're going to stay in that vicious cycle of negative thoughts, negative emotions. You're going to stay in the past. Learn to give back. Learn to give beyond yourself. Listen, no matter how broke you may be or, or how broken you may feel, you have something to offer others. You say, I don't have anything, Jerome. I don't have extra money. I've been laid off all, ever since COVID hit all this stuff. I don't have any. Maybe, maybe it's something as common as a smile or maybe a listening ear. See, when we finally realize that the secret to living is giving, our life will improve dramatically and we will be able to see how to move on from the past. See, my friends, your life matters. And if you and I can align ourselves with the truth that we're here not just to quote unquote get, but to give, then other people will feel our authenticity. And guess what? They're going to open up to you. Giving back reminds us what we were made for. Focusing on the needs of others has a way of empowering you to do more than you ever thought was possible. See, you feel the benefits immediately, my friends. You feel immediately the joy that comes with that. And you'll become grounded in that moment. And what, what do we do at that point? We become more productive and we find creative solutions to problems. Roy T. Bennett said this, learn to light a candle in the darkest moments of someone's life. Be the light that helps others see. It is what gives life its deepest significance. I want to leave you with the passage of scripture as I always do. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen, my friends, I'm telling you, you can move on from your path. If you will take these principles that I've given you, you can move on from your past because your past cannot stop your future unless you allow it. Listen, if you haven't already done it, please subscribe and follow this podcast. Every week we are bringing life-changing content that's going to help you live your best life. But beyond that, will you help us empower others by sharing about this podcast? Together, we can help others discover the greatness within. And then also, please consider partnering with Motivated to Greatness financially. Listen, your donation, no matter what the amount is, helps us continue to not only bring this podcast to you weekly, but it also expands our opportunities to help countless others through empowerment and growth platforms. 
You can give securely, securely, securely via several electronic methods on our website. All giving amounts are tax deductible and appreciated. And so I want to personally say thank you. Listen, whether it be a one-time donation or a monthly commitment, we say thank you. Now, here is our announcer to share with you our website information, more growth opportunities, and how you can stay connected to all things. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Motivated to Greatness. We hope that you were encouraged to find your greatness within. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes of Motivated to Greatness with Jerome Bouveret. If you have a topic idea that you would like to hear discussed or simply have questions, please email your requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Would you like to receive weekly M2G mobile empowerments? If so, please text M2G to 31996. That's the letter M, the number two, and the letter G to 31996. We want you to stay empowered. Here at M2G, we believe in the power of prayer. If you have a prayer request and would like for us to agree with you, we have a team of hundreds of prayer warriors across the nation who are awaiting your requests. Please email your prayer requests to kingdombif at gmail.com. Again, that's kingdombif at gmail.com. Thank you for your continuous support. For more M2G info, please visit our website at www.kbif.info. Again, that's www.kbif.info. You can also connect with Jerome Bouveret by following him on Instagram, Facebook, Periscope, and by subscribing to his YouTube channel, all at Jerome A. Bouveret. Thank you again for tuning in to Motivated to Greatness. Take the time today to discover your greatness within.